Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> Dave! Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Chronic Podcast, sponsored by the Pelican House, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 2572 City Place Court. Uh, they have 136 draft beers. You need the beers. You need their fine selections of whiskey. You need every piece of alcohol they can have, Andrew. Do they sell this, heroin? This fall season is a disaster. <laughs> It is a disaster, and the Pelican House is there to help you. They have a tremendous menu. Uh, go there. Maybe pick another NFL team from the the AFC or or just drink yourself to a stupor. It'll make it better. The Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You should support them because they support us. All right. Yesterday, it was – it was the worst – it was the first time I've ever started to write my column at halftime in the Sean Payton era. But I'm going to start out with this. What, was it – Was it wor- uh, just real quick, I'm curious. Do you guys think this was worse than at Seattle last year in the yeah. regular season? Seattle won the goddamn Super yeah, Bowl. Because Dallas ain't winning no Super Bowl. You, Seattle last year, Andrew, to me was just a case of the, looking at it and going – Going into the game thinking, you know what? The Saints can beat Seattle, and they can get home field, and they can be a Super Bowl contender. And they got their ass handed to them, and it was like, oh, ah, the Super Bowl's out of reach. But the, the, the number two seed is there, and we can still make the playoffs, and this can still be a lot of fun. It's not a disaster. It's not horrible. Yesterday was a train wreck from start to finish. And, and it crushed I, hopes and dreams. Crushed hopes and dreams. Uh, I really believe, Andrew, the 2014 season is now – the greatest what if or the worst what if scenario in Saints history. This is 2012. If Sean Payton was the coach, the defense is a disaster, and we're going to see if Sean Payton's able to fix it because he wasn't around in 2012. So we don't we don't know what he would have done. Um, but I'm going to start with this, Andrew. Of everything that happened last night, what drove you the most insane and drove you to drink more? Oh, there were so many. Um, I, I think for me, I have to go back to early in the game because I, I really felt like, you know, the, the first couple series, it was over, you know, after that. I mean, I, I just really felt like the Saints, the only way they could win this game was for minute one. They had to come out and they had to play well. 
and they just started slow, kind of like they did in Cleveland. And uh, you, you just felt in the first quarter like the game was over. So for me, it's the third and two, an opportunity to get off the field. You've got about four guys that make contact with Tony Romo. You can't bring them down. I mean, just there's you got to get a sack there. I mean, there, I'm confident that 30 NFL teams get a sack there. And somehow the Saints allow him to slip away. He gets out of the pocket. At this point, Jason Witten has been shoved to the ground. He <laughs> clamors for a flag, gets the flag, then turns back around and looks at Romo and catches a pass for a first down. And for the Saints defense to allow that whole sequence to happen, um, you, you just kind of felt like that. That was their chance to get off the field. They would have punted. It would have still been scoreless. The Saints would have gotten the ball. Maybe he had some momentum, but instead nope. uh, you just felt like the game was over right from the very start. And, and it just for them to allow Romo to slip away, I mean, this defense had him. They had him in their, in their claws, and it was just one of those things where they, they, couldn't, they couldn't make the play. They Kevin, couldn't make the play when it was staring them in the face. Kevin, what was the thing that drove you the most insane last night? Uh, let's see. Aside from the uh, ridiculous fake punt, and I'll come back because I've, I've got some news on that. Um, news? Yeah, but but but. Well, oh, no, 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 no. There's some news on that one that I, that we can come back to. Um, but the thing that drove me nuts last night is about late in the second quarter, I start seeing tweets and retweets of, "Oh, I'm turning turning this game off. I'm done." Ah, you know what? And I tweeted this last night, but I'll say it in per. I'll say it out loud. If you if you fucking turned off the game and just said fuck it, then you need to just go fuck off. You need to fuck off. And you know what? I'm sorry for cussing. Everybody that thinks I'm, you know, hey, you, you know what else people I'm cussing? Guess what? <laughs> I'm eating. I'm eating right now too. What are you eating? I'm doing some fucking chocolate chip cookies because I need something nice in my life right now. Pralines okay. Ain't that fucking obliterated? And you know what? <laughs> I sat on my goddamn futon in the living room, and I watched that fucking game until the end. I did. I too. watched it the, till the end. The futon that doubles as every your bed. goddamn second of it, and it was atrocious from start to finish. So wait, Kevin, you're saying you expect every fan in New Orleans to wear their hair shirt and suffer through the entirety of this game? I mean, yes, I do. I mean, I, I know there's different levels of fanhood. You know, there's fans no, 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 that are no, no. more oh, no, serious no. than others. I listen. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I know. I know. It sounds like I'm coming off like a fucking hipster snob. I'm not saying. I'm not trying to say you have to be a certain way. But don't give me this. I'm turning off the game at halftime. Okay. Listen. I went up. Uh, you know, to the bathroom during the game. You know, I went into the kitchen, made a uh, made a fucking oven pizza, had the game on in the living room, could still hear it, but I was doing that. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you can't do I that. Just don't announce that like you don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 you don't turn declare off. like, oh, I turned the I turned the game off at at halftime. Ha ha ha. You know, like you're grabbing the lapels of your of your fucking <laughs> like 
of your Gilded Age jacket with the tails down, and you and you're gone you know, to the theater with I, me. My monocle fell off in midway through the second quarter. Harumph, harumph, harumph. <laughs> Fuck off with that. <laughs> Fuck so, off, bro. So your so your issue is more with people that are publicly announcing that they quit on the same. <laughs> It's like, listen, listen, Ralph may be fucking St. Ralph of Doom. Oh, he's going to watch all six. He's going to watch all the games, okay? I, I, I he's going to watch all the games. All the people that want to give Ralph shit, guess what? A lot of the people that give Ralph shit are on the doom and gloom train. We're going to lose this game the second the fucking series is over. Every week. When they don't score in the opening series, ah, ah, we're boned, game's over. Now, I don't know if that's them being defensive. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Or them being ironic or cute? Guess what? They're still fucking tweeting it out there. Hey, Kevin, I'm I'm copywriting the Doom Train. I am the chief of the Doom Train. Yeah, by the way, you're not you're looking pretty smart right about now. Well, look, I mean, Dave, what before we get to that, what what drove you just batshit insane about the game yesterday? You know, I mean, it's the same thing that's kind of been driving me batshit insane about the last three games this entire season. Is just they they just they don't seem. They, they they start these games so slowly. They they we haven't yet to see them. Well, I guess that's not true. They did put up. Uh, they did Minnesota a, started in, fast. They started yeah, fast and in that's Atlanta. True. And against Atlanta too. That's right. They put up like fourteen points. Yeah, you know, but but that's what drove me nuts yesterday is that um, they just they they weren't able to even put up any any sort of points in the first half. And um, the other thing that that, that literally me, zero. No, I know. I'm not exaggerating here, people. And I mean, and the other thing that bothers me is, um, I, I hate to say it, but you know, as talented as this as this team may be on paper, which is the reason why we were so optimistic about this season, what they don't have, and what I'm afraid that they probably won't ever have this season, is that sort of it factor that. That good teams that Kansas teams City's that, got an it factor. They're kicking that, up England's ass. That Super Bowl winning teams have, you know, uh, if, if you look back to 2009 when the Saints won the Super Bowl, I mean, the Saints they just 
they just had it. They just made plays when they needed to make plays. They got turnovers when they needed to get turnovers. Um, they had it last year a little bit, Dave. I they mean, did. They had it last year. They, and they, had they, it in they two, could have and been. They definitely had it in 2011. They could have been 0 and 2 last year really easily. They should have been 1 and 1. Only the incompetence of Greg Schiano and a miracle got them that second win in Tampa. You know. Yeah, and I just, I just, I don't see. I'm, I'm nervous because I just, I don't see whether I, I, I don't foresee whether something like that is going to kick in and get this team going into the next gear, which they need to be in. And, and that's my, that's my biggest concern. I mean, you know, basically, they need something the equivalent of a suplex on Drew Brees to jumpstart this season. And I don't know when that's going to come or where it's going to come, but. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of frustrating things about this season. The, the lack of turnovers, the lack of the pass rush. Well, the lack um, of turn the lack of turnovers. Black and Gold Review had a thing today. I think they've only had three turnovers since the Jet game last year. Like it's like it's, oh, it goes back all yeah absolutely. It's it ridiculous all the way to last season. It's absolutely. it's it's bordering on the absurd now. Like I, I I watch these games, Andrew, and I see teams like the Jaguars and the Jets just fall ass backwards into a couple of turnovers a week. Yeah, well, the, the, even the Cowboys try to give them one. I mean, it was yeah. like third and two, and, and there was a muff snap, and the ball was just literally sitting there in the backfield. And then Romo falls on it when no one on the Saints wanted to get penetration on the play. Um, that's what she said. And, and, I, and, I, but, and I feel like you could see that they were trying to press, and they were trying to force the turnover to happen. And, and I think that's part of the reason. No, you're absolutely yeah. right, Dave. And, and that, that's part of why I thought defensively it was so poor. Um, they, they are pressing so much for a big play right now. That yeah, they're, they're going for strips instead of, you know, good technique. Andrew, tackle. how much – when I was driving in today, uh, Ron Jaworski, they, they asked him about the Saints, and he's like, look, they are just – they're not following assignments. They're just busted assignments everywhere. Gaps are just totally a disaster. How much of that was accurate? I think it was very accurate. I, I mean, I, again, I think part of it is an issue of just – they're pressing, you know, I think it's, it's, I mean, it's too many as opposed to playing like a team, trusting your teammates and, you know, playing as a, as a unit there, the guys are trying to hit home runs instead of a bunch of guys trying to hit singles and moving the man over. Uh, they're, they're trying to win the game. They're trying to do things with one play. And uh, so I think it's, again, it's just, it's a confidence thing. And so many of those guys are pressing. Um, and, and so the whole thing's falling apart. You're seeing gaping holes. You're seeing the safeties step up to make the tackle at the second level and missing that, which is allowing runs to go instead yeah. of eight yards for 15 or 20. Um, you know, so it's frustrating. I can't believe none of us have mentioned the punt yet. Well, well, <laughs> the, too obvious. The punt it encapsulates the 2014 Saints perfectly. It was unexpected. It was incompetent and wait, 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 somehow wait, wait, wait. made. I, 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 tw- I tweeted that I tweeted that the end around to Josh Hill on fourth and one is now officially off the hook. <laughs> well, uh, only play played all that's worse to me you... in the Sean Payton era was the end around to Devery Henderson and Reggie Bush when they were beating Tampa in 07, I think, and they botched it and it cost them the game. This didn't necessarily cost them the game, but it was on a level of absurd that I 
well, almost well, came when, back. When you say the punt was unexpected, who who are you referring to? Because it sure as shit was pretty expected by the Cowboys. So are you referring well, to the fans I, there? I that's I, that's the thing. That's the thing that really pissed me off about that. You call that play. Like I get it. Like if there was misdirection, you're trying to surprise the team. If there was an element of surprise, maybe that works. If if you've got the right lineup, and but but the Cowboys are expecting you to go you, for it there. You got. I don't even. I wouldn't even have had a problem. You're down 14 with seven minutes left. I wouldn't. They they what they should have done is on third down say, look, you got two downs to get it. I wouldn't have minded if they'd have said they'd have left Drew Brees out there on fourth and nine. Like I'd have been like, oh, what the fuck? What does it matter? What does it matter if they don't score? Well, they don't get it and they lose 38, 17. There's not only that, but Brees specifically threw a pass underneath. To, it was like third and 15. And he specifically threw for about six or seven yards to get some of that penalty yeah. yardage back, so that they could go for it on fourth down. I thought that was the whole point. If he uh, he should have thrown it downfield for 15 yards and, and at least try to get the first down if that's what they were going to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kevin, there's been so much about this season that has been just uh, stunning and surprising in the whole thing of it. Um, but we had some questions going into the year on you know the pass rush maybe Galette and Cam Jordan won't be as good the the second corner different things but the thing that is most I just I can't fucking understand it Kenny Vaccaro has turned into Roman Harper <laughs> Kevin what the hell is going on with Vaccaro I just what the hell I don't know dude <clears throat> I don't know I mean How's how's Roman Harper doing? Because uh, in in oh okay well that's good because because at least he didn't uh, he didn't take whatever the hell Malcolm Jenkins was uh, was drinking. He does have one interception on the year though, one more yeah, than the entire got, Saints. He got run over yesterday by Steve Smith. He did, but I'm just saying he's got one more turnover than the entire Saints defense. <laughs> that's so sad. It's so sad. I mean, uh, Andrew, which goes back which goes back to your point. Ralph, that even shit zippers fall into turn turnovers. Yes, sometimes. exactly. I, I, oh, I, you know, Dave, this offense went from 34 to 24 to 20 to 17. That ain't the right direction. What are those numbers? You, you, fla- you failed to. To clarify what those those are the points were. the Saints point to point totals point oh, okay. total. Okay. Um, this offense looks it looks like not terrible because it's still top ten or whatever, but it top five isn't top it five, fourth? It yeah. Coughs and wheezes and it just I something is wrong. I I is it a big is it the big play? What do you see that's not because something's not the same and I can't quite. Oh man, you know, I I don't know. It's like a lack of chemistry, or 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 you know, it's just it's something like that. It's not, it's not talent, obviously. You know, I mean, everybody everybody on the offense is definitely talent, talented, and I don't think we can blame it on the run game anymore because that's been pretty good. I mean, at least when Ingram was in and healthy, and and the Saints were dedicating themselves to running the ball. Um, it's not, it's not the pass protection. I don't feel like Drew is just getting killed out there. Um, it's pass just, protection is sure as hell better than last year. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it, it's really again, like I said earlier, it's kind of like that, that it factor. It's just, it's just that 
non-tangible thing that you can't put your finger on. It's, it's, it's chemistry. It's just something like that. And they just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's a lack of communication, something like that. They just, I, I, they, I think the, the answer, I think the answer to this question is no, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you guys think, I mean, we need to come to terms with the fact that this is it and Drew Brees is starting to, to decline. You know, I don't know if it's Drew Brees. I mean, why, I mean, are there specific plays that you would point to that that you'd say if this if we had Andrew Luck or if we had uh, you know uh, Russell Wilson that that this <laughs> that this play would have turned out differently? I mean, are there specific plays that you point to? You know, I, I guess I I could think of that that pass to Kenny Stills that he overthrew toward late in the game there. I mean, he's he's consistently made a mistake in every game. Now it's heightened because the defense isn't getting any turnovers. Um, but he he's thrown a pick in every game, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, yes. That no, he didn't throw right. a pick against Minnesota. No, he didn't. But I mean, it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, he's got the the thing is that no turnovers. You're asking him to be perfect, but uh, yeah. Kevin. Is this offense kind of getting, I hate to say it, but a little bit stale? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Graham, like, Jimmy Graham got his money. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if you just, if he took the foot off the gas or if he just, like, just got into a different mindset over the contentiousness of the whole thing or if it was a different mindset from finally getting paid or what, but. But for the most, like a lot of the fire seems to be gone. And oh, Jimmy Graham's been fine. Look at his stat. He's putting up eight catches for eighty yards. I mean, he he's dropped passes every season. You know, I mean, he well, this is I, nothing new. Him dropping passes is nothing. Cole, new. I was Colston. Well, I was gonna. I was getting to other people. Colston's <laughs> been dropping passes. That's a fucking concern now. Colston looks. Colston looks different. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out this theory and and. Feel free to shoot holes in it. It's not about the speed with Colston because he's never been a guy that can run fast. That wasn't his thing. But there's something about his body control that he used to be able to contort his body in ways that a person his size should not be able to. And I don't see that anymore. I just don't. Well, he's just not holding on to the football. You know, the, those same passes he's dropping, the fumbles, those are hits he, we've seen him take a million times. We've seen him make those catches in traffic. He he's just missing more of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I think it's less about age and more just about he's just well, in you, a slump. You, I mean, you know, you know what I noticed yesterday is more than once, at least twice, Dallas receivers were like on the first touchdown when Terrence Williams caught that first touchdown. He took a shot from Jarris Bird in the end zone, and there was another pass that Romo completed to a guy over the middle. And I don't know whether it was Lofton or Bird, and he nailed him too. And 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 those Dallas receivers, they still held on to the ball. And and on the other side, you had the Saints, and when they were getting passes over the middle and that kind of stuff and taking hits, they were dropping the balls. They weren't they weren't yeah. holding on to the balls like Dallas receivers. That's were. a good point. I mean, I agree with you, Dave. Jarris Bird had was, a couple licks in that game that I was surprised there wasn't a fumble or a loose yeah. ball. Yeah, I mean Dallas was just. Uh, you know, the difference in the game was Dallas just wasn't making mistakes, and, and the Saints were making a lot of mistakes. Jarris Bird, I feel like this year, was the guy who spent ten grand on the entertainment center, 
but doesn't have cable television. I don't know. I thought Jer- I thought Jarris Bird. I th- he's starting to come around. I mean, he's still missing the tackles and and doing the Mar- Malcolm Jenkins angles on some of these running plays. But I thought this was his best game of the four. Um, you know, in the first game he gets the forced fumble, but otherwise he was garbage. But I felt like overall, you know, he has the big pass breakup on third down. I mean, he, he, overall, I thought I think Jarris Bird is coming around. Um, you know, two things. I, I think Sean Payton deserves a huge amount of blame here. And one, there are two things I'll point to. Um, first of all, on the opening drive for the Saints, and they're already down at this point, seven nothing. So it, obviously the team's already like, here we go again. The defense can't do anything, and it's really important for the Saints to at least go down and get points. And on third and three, they got the ball at about the 50. They throw a toss sweep to Traveris Cadet on the left side. Now, first of all, why did Traveris Cadet get seven touches in this game and Pierre Thomas only got four? Someone please explain that to me. And number two, why is Traveris Cadet seeing the ball on a running play on third and three? You put the ball in the hands of Drew Brees, your $100 million quarterback, and you let him get you the first down. And then with the game on the line, fourth and nine, down two scores, you decide that you would rather have Thomas Morstead throw the football to get you that first down than Drew Brees. Those, to me, are major, major coaching mistakes, and Sean Payton deserves a ton of, of Well, that's no, Andrew, that's a good point, and, and you know, you guys know that I'm big on sort of the body language and sort of what they do instead of what they say. Kevin, of the, all the time that I've saw, seen Sean Payton, after blowouts and when the Saints have looked terrible – I have never seen him so sullen and beaten down, and he didn't even have any defiance at all. He looked as lost and confused as we are about what he's seeing. Yeah, I mean, what, what was your? I mean, what, what, where was the, where was the question? I mean, well, I mean, punctuated by the cat meowing in the back. Does that concern you? Does that does that really concern you? It really sort of frightens me. I I think the grandpa glasses are really starting to. Uh, grandpa Sean. He took, he took them off, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But, but he didn't. He didn't have them this week. Then put them back on. Then <laughs> put them back on. I mean, look, I, I, I because I I don't know, man. Like he uh he just he. I, he we talk about Colston appearing to have aged or whatever, but Peyton seems like he's just aged, like mentally not there. Like, like something, I don't know. There's just something, something's missing. Something isn't there. There, there, there doesn't seem to be a spark. There's, yeah, and, and, I, I, and I, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, and it's weird because I, you know, that's people, the frustrating. People thing. were talking about, oh, it's leadership on the defense, and I was like, ah, leadership's one of those things you always say when you when you can't. When you can't figure out a concrete reason why something is sucking, you always say, oh, it's leadership or it's a lack of, quote unquote, toughness or, you know, made up cliches that you can can make whatever you want. But, I mean, there is something. It's just they 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 don't have their their sweat, the swagger that they've been having. I don't it. I I don't know. It's 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 interesting. It's interesting that. Andrew, Dave, do you have any ideas on what that thing that they obviously missing is? Well, I just think defensively it's it's a, it's a shit show. You know, I, I think it's a perfect storm right now. They're not getting turnovers. They're rushing four, 
when they're blitzing. I mean, we and this is frustrating to me. A lot of fans saying, well, Rob Ryan's not blitzing enough. You know, he needs to blitz every play. I mean, twice I can give you two examples of when the Saints sent the house and left three people in coverage in single coverage. Once Brian Dixon was beaten for a touchdown and once Des Bryant beat Keenan Lewis for a touchdown. So the two examples of giving up touchdown passes when they blitz. So the blitzing's not working either, folks. And they're, they're not getting to the quarterback. Um, they're not getting turnovers. They're getting gashed on every run play. Um, they're, I mean, at one point, Romo was like 10 of 10. He wasn't even throwing incomplete passes. So I think def- it has to start defensively. I, you can't expect this offense. I think they lost Sproles. Mark Ingram's injured. Teron Armstead went down. They can't you be can't, perfect. Yeah, you, that can't, you can't How's expect that gonna, this off. How's that going to go, Andrew? Because my theory is when you have an offensive line injury in game, a lot of times it doesn't manifest itself that it's, it's a, that it's horrible until the next week. Like teams can sort of patch it up and the opposing team doesn't necessarily – they can't necessarily figure out how to scheme against it on the fly. But that next week when they know, oh, the Saints have a backup left tackle, then the shit show starts. Mm, I actually disagree with that for two reasons. I think, number one, just having first-team reps and being prepared with, with the first team and, and having a scheme built around you and, and doing little things you know, basically in practice all week to, to give you a heads up of how the game's going to go – helps the player prepare better um, as opposed to just being thrown into the fire, you know, when he hasn't had much preparation during mm-hmm. the week. So I actually, th- I, I think it's the opposite. Now, yes, the defense can prepare for it too, but um, you know, at least you feel like there's a game plan that surrounds that guy to kind of help him out. So uh, I can't believe I'm asking this, but Dave, you had a, you had a couple of posts on it on Canal Street Chronicles today. Uh, Rob Ryan is the big, is the big fella. Is he in trouble? <laughs> Um, I, you know, I, I think he's got through the the end of the season. I don't think he's going to be fired in the middle of the season. I think that's probably the the dumbest thing the Saints could do because that just leaves them in worse shape than than they are now. But um, you think I there's mean, a scenario in which Rob Ryan gets fired at the end of this year? Yeah, I think. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can believe that. I he can Spagnola after like one year, Andrew. Yeah, but I, I feel like Rob Ryan came in year one, fixed some things. I feel like and he's got a three-year contract, so yeah. I don't see the Saints cutting that short. You know, I think they would give him an opportunity. And the, the one, the one way I would say, if he lost his team or blame, kind of started. You know, if, if he started to lose players and players started to get angry with him. Um, then maybe it would be different. And they're but, not. So I mean, they're so far they're not. They're like no. And I think you have fire. to have respect for Ryan. I mean, he, he he's had results. You know, when Spagnola came here, his loan his loan track record with the Saints was one year of the worst defense in NFL history. Yeah. And right now, Rob Ryan's track record is he turned that same defense into fourth overall in one year. So well, now I think I think, he, I think he's got a defense. yeah. But I, I'm just saying he's got a little bit more of a leash. No, no. The Saints aren't even the worst defense in the NFL right now. No, 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 no. Spagnuolo's defense in 2012 is now the second worst defense because of Dallas last year. No, I thought the Saints. That's did. incorrect. They they held the record. They the Dallas was Dallas was second or third worst. Yeah, they were close. I thought last year Dallas was the, the record. Worst. Dallas was Dallas last year was on pace through about 14 games, but the last <laughs> two games it, oh, they, they got up under on. the wire. <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, 
before we get to uh, the game this week, where the, by the way, the Saints are an 11 and a half point favorite against Tampa. How the hell does that happen? Uh, well, um, they need to curb stomp Tampa Bay this week. The only... I will ac- I will accept nothing less than <laughs> than like a, a seventeen point fucking beatdown. They that they need to make Tampa Bay their fucking bitch. <laughs> Do you really you really think that's gonna happen? No, it's not gonna happen. I don't. I didn't say that was gonna happen. That's just what needs to happen. It's no, not no. gonna happen. They're gonna sure. they, any win the Saints get this year is gonna be they're gonna fight and claw for it. Um, and it's just <sighs> gonna be, it's gonna be nasty. But but. The one thing, Kevin, the one thing that is the Saints that's, that can save the 2014 season is the NFC South is <laughs> a shit show. Oh, yeah, it's bad. So I think, oh, eight, bad. I think eight wins could win it. I think seven wins might win it. <laughs> oh. Can the Saints get to seven wins? I think best case scenario is seven wins. I got to be honest. Um, yeah, I agree. I've I mean, had some people on Twitter say, "Man, if they keep this up, they're going to go nine and seven or eight and eight. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, "You mean five and eleven?" But yeah, I mean Atlanta got dump trucked by Minnesota at Minnesota. Minnesota scored 41, and Bridgewater, as well as he played, he missed two wide open guys that could have been more points. Uh, Carolina got destroyed uh and baltimore uh and tampa's tampa they're bad i mean so i I just look at like like um this week atlanta they host baltimore carolina host chicago and the saints play tampa they could all be two and three it's not like crazy yeah i I mean yeah i mean i i (laughs) I have a hard time thinking that seven and nine is gonna is gonna happen again. Um, I, I I mean I'll go as low as I, I'll go as low as eight and eight, and I could definitely see I could definitely see the Falcons getting to eight and eight, and I I, re, I really hate saying that it's the Falcons division to lose just be, but Andrew, the whole the, the whole division's a shit show. But which offense can has has been putting up points? Yeah. I mean I I mean yeah, Atlanta Atlanta got dump trucked, but they were still scoring points. Atlanta's defense might be worse than the Saints. It might be. They got the, the Atlanta got got destroyed in Cincinnati pretty much the same way the Saints did in Dallas. Andrew, if I told you right now that the Saints could go 8 and 8, would you take it and hope for the best that they win the South? that a dramatic Not right problem? now no you- yeah i mean no i mean they're one in three and and uh based on how this last game went and how the this we're a quarter of the way through the season you I know mean, the season's not over you know i mean certainly if you beat tampa at home you're two and three you go into your bye week hopefully some guys get healthy hope hopefully you have some epiphany um but uh you know i, I still think there's there's an opportunity to salvage something i Eight and eight is possible, sure. I mean, it, you know, it's it's basically you'd have to run the table at home, and you know, and probably you're probably going to lose all eight on the road. But <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, no, I I think eight and eight is possible. I, definitely. Dave, would you wear an yeah. NFC South champions hat with pride if the Saints went eight, <laughs> seven, and one? 
Yeah, I would. Oh yes. <laughs> if they win, the, if they win the South, they deserve it. Um, hey, I, that's, I that's how the NFL is set up, fellas. You got to be right. better than three teams. That's, that's it. That's right. That's right. And uh, you know, if you had asked me that question, I, I wouldn't take eight and eight right now. I, I think the Saints are capable of doing better than that. As hard as that may be to to believe at this juncture. Um, and let me tell you something. The way this whole thing is going to play out, the NFC South looks shitty right now. It really does. And every team is fighting to be the shittiest team in the <laughs> in the division. But what's gonna but what's gonna end up happening over time is that somebody, one maybe even two teams, are going to separate themselves from the pack, uh, and they are going to start winning games. And, and hopefully that's the Saints. Um, like like uh, Kevin said. Yeah, he hates to say that it's Atlanta's division to lose, and honestly, that's the way I feel right now. Right now, I feel like Atlanta is probably a team that would finish nine seven or you know ten and six or something like that. But you know, this this the, is the, it's, it's, it's the the seven and nine is not the problem win for it. Ten and six is going to win the, the problem for Atlanta. The problem for Atlanta and the problem for the Saints and the problem for Carolina now is their defenses are so atrocious versus the run. And Andrew, you watch the film, you break it down. When you're when your defense is terrible against the run, even when you play horrible teams like the Raiders or whoever, those horrible teams will say, you know what? We're just gonna run it. And if you can't stop them, every game can be a potential dogfight. So there's never any there's never any easy breather games. And that's what I think is gonna just keep the NFC South well, I agree, but but everything, but Ralph, things, everything's about matchups too. Yeah. And I, I think you, the degree of difficulty. Look, let's not, let's get tip our hats to the Cowboys and give credit where credit is due. I mean, Romo was outstanding. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he, he's the butt of a lot Their of jokes. Their line but is he, really good. He, he played a great game. I mean, the yeah. left tackle might be the best in the game, and he ate Junior Gallet alive. And you've got a receiver in Des Bryant that obviously is one of the best and commands a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And so you've got your two best assets on defense, Keenan Lewis and Jairus Bird, pretty much locked in on him. And that opened things up for DeMarco Murray, you know, and DeMarco Murray, to his credit, broke through a lot of tackles. He was tough to bring down. Felt like the times the Saints had like seven guys on him, he was still falling forward. Um, so, you know, I, I, they're not going to play an offense that, that that's that multiple. Oh, and by the way, Witten, um, Jason Witten had a great game too. I thought he hurt the Saints badly. Uh, the times that Dallas needed a first down or they needed, you know, a, a decent chunk of yardage. So, um, no, I, I think I think there will be lower degrees of difficulty than facing Dallas in Dallas because that Cowboy offense, you know, you got to again give them credit. They're pretty good. Yeah. Look, there, right. there there are there are a number of things uh, that I myself and that I think all Saints fans can hang their hat on and be optimistic about for this season for the Saints. You know, one is the fact that they still have seven home games to play. They've only played one game at home, and they've played three away so far. That's one. Two is the fact that they also have just about all of their division matchups left to play. Um, and yeah. those those yeah. count twice in the standings compared to these AFC games or these other NFC games. The third thing that I hang my hat on is – the fact that unlike a lot of other terrible teams like the Jacksonvilles and the Oaklands, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that this Saints team is a talented team. And I, and I truly believe that the problems that they're having is not for a lack of talent. It's, it's, it's chemistry and it's, um, and it's mental. 
and and it's a lot easier. Well, it may not be. Actually, it is, and it's it's a lot easier, I think, uh, to 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 change to to change that mentality or to fix those those mental things to make those tweaks. And because if you do that, um, and then you start relying more on your talent, then I think the cream is going to rise to the top. So uh, as as upset as we are after last night, as disappointing as the season looks, I, I think if we're talking about the division and we're talking about what the future holds for the Saints. I think the Saints have just as good a chance as any of the other teams uh, to, to rise up here. Oh, wait, I didn't say that. Uh, to, <laughs> to, to, to rise to the top and, uh, and still make the playoffs. All right. All right. Now we're going to, we shouldn't look, we shouldn't be surprised if we expected anything less than the Cowboys best shot last night, because they were clearly still pissed off about how things went last year yeah. and they had an ax to grind. No, they and, did. And Mark Ingram's coming back too. Yeah, no, and that, Andrew, that's a good point. Um, we have a. Do you ever think you'd have that as a silver lining? Yeah, God. <laughs> well, we take what we can get. Uh, all right, we got a ton of Twitter questions, and I want to start with this yeah, one. I bet we do. We do actually. I want to start with this one, um, and I'll, I'll I'll let you go first, Kevin. But I want everybody to answer. It's from Craig from Baltimore. Uh, all three phases of the game sucked last night, but. What one phase can the Saints fix to salvage the season? Oh, well, this is a perfect uh, segue into into what I was going to – I was talking to you before we started. Um, So my older brother was a kicker in high school and college, got a scholarship, the whole deal, and he got a phone call. What school? Uh, it was a Division two school in, in, in southern Louisiana. I, assure, I you, you had to drive past a, a sugarcane factory to get to it. Uh, hey, hey, kicking's kicking, and free education is free education, man. I didn't even know D2 schools could give scholarships. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they can't. Well, he got us. Well, then maybe it wasn't a D2 school. Fuck, maybe it was a D1 was school. Was it Nichols? Yeah, it was Nichols State. They give scholarships. Um, He's a colonel. Yeah. All right. So continue. So, so, so any hoozle, he he got a phone call, uh, and he's gonna uh, go in this week. Oh really? Well, well, well yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, the Saints obviously need to improve their fucking passing game when they fucking throw p- fake motherfucking punts in <laughs> obvious fake punt situations and a motherfucking. Child could throw a goddamn football better than Thomas Morstead. I love Legatron. I came up with the nickname Legatron. But if you tell me we need X number of yards and the game is on the line and I have that guy, if I have any human being or your Super Bowl MVP winning Pro Bowl quarterback... I'm picking the latter. So you're saying your brother's going to be the backup punter for the Saints in week five? Week, week five. Yeah, sure. All right, Andrew, what? Wait a minute. Is... Can we just can we just clarify what 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 Kevin is saying here? Are you saying that they're that they're auditioning kickers? No. No, 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 no. It was just it was an elaborate it was an elaborate <laughs> ruse, Dave. <laughs> so Andrew, 
for, that so, 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 that I, so that I could launch into a diatribe about Sean Payton's stupidity. Andrew, what? I, I would love a new kicker for the record. What? Field goal what? Ca- what is most likely to be able to be fixed of the three phases? I guess I guess it's tackling. I mean, we've already semi seen them fix it once um, and then regress back. I mean, Atlanta was horrible. And uh, the Cowboys game kind of went back to that level. Um, but in between the two, um, I, I felt like those two games, the tackling was better. So, you know, I, I don't think the pass rush, I mean, I think the pass rush will get better. I think Gillette's had some tough competition and, you know, Cam Jordan's been doubled a lot. And, and that's the thing. If Cam Jordan's going to get doubled, then Junior Gillette's going to get single blocking and he's got to make people pay for that. So I, I think he'll get he'll get to play against – lesser tackles and he'll probably play better and he's just bad he's 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 bored he's a he's a he's all pro at home he's replacement level on the road yeah so i think pass rush can get better tackling can't get any worse um so i i think the one constant defensively is number two corner just coverage at number two corner is going to be an issue all season i'm good dave Dave, what what do you think what, what do you think is most likely to be fixed well, I mean, I just said it earlier. I mean, I, I, I think what, what's most likely to fix and I think what will have a, a trickle-down effect on, on all phases, I think, is, is, the, is the mental aspect of it. I mean, I just think if they, they, they need to bear down mentally and they need to get this figured out, and I just think if they all try a little bit harder and uh, concentrate a little bit more, uh, you know, that'll help. But, but if you're talking about a, a stat or something that's tangible, it's got to be turnovers. It's got to be. You, you, you win the turnover battle, you win the game. You lose the turnover battle, you lose the game. It's, 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 it's clear cut. It's, it's, it's that simple. The, th- the thing is, guys, through four games, they haven't really come close on turnovers. It's not like they're no. dropping a bunch of interceptions. Oh, or, for the days they, of they're, they're, interceptions, they're, and Yeah, they're, they're, there's, there's fumble, it's not like there's fumbles on the ground where the ball's just bouncing the wrong way. I mean, literally, they're not even coming close. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I think that can be fixed, and it hasn't been obviously, it's still very good this year. I think the, I think the offense is possible that Sean Payton, he's been great for eight years. It's possible that he could tweak it and get it even better, and that will help them more than anything. And that, if you had to, if you if you if you made me put money on it, I would say that the offense could get better. Then even it what it could it could get to that level that it was in the Atlanta game and stay there for a while, and that more than anything will help them win some games if if you had to put it. Um, Balky asked this question. Uh, I'd let you go, Andrew. Are the turnovers issue? Is it in the player's head? Uh, and will we ever get another turnover? <laughs> Uh, I think it's, it's without question, it's in the player's head. I mean, all you have to do is go back and look at any series, really, uh, where every tackle is made with the player trying to strip the ball out. And I think there, there was such emphasis put on that that they're not focusing on what they're really supposed to be doing. They're, not, they're losing focus on their assignment. Um, they're losing focus on tackling technique. Um, so they're, they're pressing. I mean, I think they know about this. They're talking about it just as much as we are, clearly, and it's absolutely in their head. And so I think this defense needs to get back to fundamentals to stop worrying about the turnovers. 
you know, tackle cleanly, do, do the things they're supposed to do, and just trust the process that the interceptions and the plays will come if they're just doing what they need to be doing. Um, so, you know, beyond that, I, I think hopefully the Saints will just play a weaker offensive line. And well, I, think, well, I, I definitely think at some point the turnovers will come when they're hitting the quarterback more as he's throwing. I mean, when a quarterback has a clean pocket and he has time to dissect the defense and wait for a receiver to get open, and we're talking about pretty accurate quarterbacks in Tony Romo, Matt Ryan, some of these guys they've faced. Um, you're, I, I'm surprised they didn't get a pick out of Bridgewater or Brian Hoyer because uh, they missed some passes, pretty pretty well, gross misses in some of those games. But with Romo and Ryan, they're accurate passers, and if you give them that much time and you know, their offensive lines played well in those games, and you're, you're not going to get a turnover. So, um, you know, you just hope – I mean, they're playing the Bucks this week. You know, <laughs> Glennon's we'll not a great quarterback. This could be it. We'll get to that. All right, Kevin, this one I saved just for you. It's from John, right. e- John Eason. Um, I was sure it was 75-cent highballs at Miss Mays that did Coach Rob in. Thoughts? <sighs> Here's a thought. They don't have 75 cent highballs anymore at Miss Mays. No, they don't. They're like, two well, the man who's done his research. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think booze is ever going to do Rob Ryan in. I don't think booze <laughs> or women will ever do Rob Ryan in. It can help. He's, it can, he, it can only immune. help. It can't hurt. Right. Right. All right. This is from about six different people, uh, <laughs> men, women, and children. What the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? Dave, I'll let you take that one first. I'm pretty sure we just spent the last 45 <laughs> minutes di- dissecting that question of what the fuck. Um, I think we covered that. How many times did you scream what the fuck during the fake punt? <laughs> because because I, cause the second I saw them line, when I saw Drew Brees walk off the field, I said – why are they punting? They should just have Drew Brees go for it. And the second I saw the player go in motion on, on the punt, I was like, oh, God, please, they, they can't. They can't fake it. Please tell me they're not faking it. If I they should have called can spot Car- Carlos Santos is about punt. to kick a field goal for the Chiefs, he should be a goddamn saint, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I really wish that the, that the Saints had. Then I, he'd have been a better pick than goddamn Rooks. And I'll tell you what I, I wish. I, going going to Tulane for a second. Tulane has gone the complete opposite direction with their place kicking. If if I, I'm hoping somewhere Cairo Santos like failed the class and needs to go back to Tulane for a year because FYI, the guy they New have England's is getting terrible. drilled seventeen nothing at the half. New England, really? Yeah, ah, that's good. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> the, the, the Saints are uh, not the team they once were, and neither is New England. It, Andrew, this is a question for you. Uh, it's, it's from Balky again. What does Sean Payton have against special team? Does he demand only fair catches so he can get more yards on offense? Uh, answer that. But then a serious question by me. Is there anything they can do to have a competent return game? Because it's not now. No, they, they don't. No, they, is not competency. They don't have anyone on the roster. That I mean, the Saints just didn't give up a roster spot for a return man this year there's no one they should absolutely they should i I think too much importance has been put on a guy that can like cadet that can yeah he can return kickoffs a little bit but he can catch and he can run the ball and he's versatile and same thing with brandon cooks yeah he's a receiver he can help us in the return game 
at some point you just need to get a guy. And that's what Atlanta did this year with Devin Hester. And he's already helped them out tremendously. Now he, he's happened to make some plays on offense too, but um, you saw him run the punt return for a touchdown against the Bucks. So, um, I mean, the Saints, again, I'll say it again. I just, I mean, I hope Brandon Cooks can develop into that guy. Um, but right now, to me, they just don't have that explosive game-breaking return, man, um, that's going to help them. So I think this is going to be a problem all year. I mean, Edomite, they need Michael Lewis, Dante Hall type. Uh, Tyrone Hughes, baby. What's he doing nowadays? <laughs> the, ghost, the ghost of Mel Gray. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, they look the, – the, when they put Bird and, and and Brandon Cooks back there, they look like catch – they're like, thank God I caught the ball. That's what Well, well Jairus Bird is like. the hands guy. I don't think you guys should ever expect Jairus Bird to return a punt. If he's back there, it's because he's supposed to call a fair catch. Yeah, but that – that's that's like that's like a give up, Andrew. That's like you're just. Well, he's always in there when the punt's coming back to the ten. You know, if if the yeah. team's punting from the fifty, you know, and you, he's standing at the ten, odds of a return in that situation are pretty slim. And so that he's the hands guy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he he he's not standing at the thirty when the other team's on their side of the field. That's always Brandon Cooks. Um, the Saints. Now we get to the. Previewing part where they play Tampa Bay. They are an 11 and a half point favorite. Wait, didn't Super Super Saiyan Saint had some questions? <gasps> did he? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, he did. How do, you, how do you always miss these questions, Ralph? I feel like you you're good for like 15 questions that go unanswered. Well, I every don't week. know how Twitter works. <laughs> Let me. See. I'm looking. Do you, do you check the me- the mentions on the podcast account? No, yeah. I just check mine. Well, there there's the problem. All right, right. right. There's your problem. You right. set the all the evil. All right, let's go to. Uh, How many touchdowns does Jamal Charles have? I think he's got two. Kevin, didn't this... you just trade him? Yes, I did. You dump truck. Why would you do that? You dump truck. Because me. I had nothing. I had. I have to. You have to give up something to get something. Well, it sounds like you have less than nothing now. No, yeah. no, well, hey, no. I made the trade, and guess what? I whooped. I whooped Ralph's ass in fantasy. <laughs> Let me see. I still don't see any. Andrew, if you see his questions, firing them up. But my Twitter's right. been really slow. Give me one sec. Um. Yeah. In the a fantasy league update, my team. I need. If anybody from the Chronic Podcast League, you're probably listening. Offer me whatever you need to. I need to get Drew Brees off of my team. My fantasy Ebola is ruining the Saints season. I need to get Drew Brees off my team, even though I paid like 70% of my cap for him. I need to get him off and get him back to being Drew Brees. All right. Uh, yeah, there's so many questions. You want me to just read a couple? Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Big A says, Kevin is probably eating as you're reading this. Can you ask him, could you please shut up? Right, no, because the chocolate chips um, are fucking delicious. Uh, Super Saiyan Saint asks, what two things are worst on the team right now? Uh, the defensive line and the safeties. All right. Or the Frederico, defensive line. D- Dave, this one's for you. Federico Ferrari asks, why did the Saints spend a second round pick on John Batiste and then play the undrafted rookie Brian Dixon? 
because obviously they see more in Dixon during practice uh, and in training camp than they did in the second round in their second round draft pick. You know, uh, you know, there, there's, um, there's not much more you can say about that. All right, Chris Chris Boulay asks: With the lack of leadership, do you guys notice a distinct lack of care or emotion from the defense? I don't know. Well, Kevin, Kevin, go ahead. I wasn't gonna say shit. You well, go on I, ahead. I, I just think I, I just think the with fans today. Oh, the the team was flat. They didn't have an emo, any emotion. To get for a football team to have emotion, to get excited, you have to do something good. And when you're just getting the ball jammed down your gullet, it's hard to get fired up and get excited when you're just getting the, the shit kicked out of you. All right, last one, and uh, I'm sorry for – there's a ton of questions, guys. I'm sorry we didn't answer much of these, but uh, what can I say? Ralph is inept, and we'll try to do better next yeah, week. We, asked, we answered like a dozen questions. Yeah, all right, Super Saiyan Saint. Saints player most likely to throw a teammate under the bus. Ooh. Who's taking this one? I feel like it's going to be somebody on the defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Kenny Vaccaro. Really? Yeah, okay. I feel like Kenny Vaccaro's kind of – he's not playing that well. He's, he, to me, has a little bit more of a toot and just from a, from a character standpoint. Toot. <laughs> he, he, has, he has a little bit of a character – from a character standpoint, I don't think he fits in that great with some of the other guys. So, um, Oh, I'm totes. Say, I'm totes. Totes Magoots. So uh, I, I'm going to say Kenny Vaccaro. All right. A couple more questions, Andrew, and then we'll get to the preview. Oh, you want me to throw out some more? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Give the people what they want. They want to hear They want to hear their names. All on right. The well, I've got, kind of got some, like like Ralph said, there's a lot of why, why, whys. Um, all right. Let's see here. Uh, one in three asks, do we have better defensive tackle options? Well, Andrew, that's your. That's your. Well, that's your. I, I would. Yeah, I mean, we would if John Jenkins didn't weigh 500 pounds currently. That's um, the problem with him. I Norman. Yeah, yeah, Norman I, Hand I, syndrome. I've got, got some inside information that he is just ballooned, and I think the the <laughs> reason why is he had the pectoral injury and he had surgery, and I guess just he he's just completely out of shape from from the inactivity from that. So um, he, he's a guy that could help the Saints. I mean, against the run especially, um, that's a guy that really could help the Saints Barkley's right now. Because not as good, and the guy that they picked up from Baltimore is pretty much garbage according yeah, to Yeah, right? Brandon Dedrick has been hot yeah. garbage, yeah. So, yeah, the Saints could definitely use John Jenkins if he can get back in shape. But the issue right now is he can't go 10 snaps without being completely winded. So. <laughs> All right, one more question, then we got to get to the preview. All right, last one. Um, I'm picturing John Jenkins in a moo moo. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Mike Jones a, asks. I put a rag on a stick. <laughs> All right, Mike Jones asks if you could magically improve the play from one spot on the 53 man roster, which would it be and why? Cornerback. Number two cornerback, I guess you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the starting corner, not named Keenan Lewis. Exactly. 
Uh, I think I'd get him a. I, I think I'd improve the defensive tackle. Because Hicks and been better at either. stopping the run. Yeah, there. Akeem Hicks has been pretty much. He got blowed up a couple times last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's got to be the defense. It's got to be. So, I mean, you take your pick, you know, honestly. But I, I think if I could pick one, uh, I would just want a, a pass rushing specialist, the guy that's consistently getting to the quarterback. Because, again, I really just feel like it all starts with, I mean, obviously you got to stop them on first and second down. So I agree with you, Ralph. I mean, stopping the run is big. But when you get in those third and long situations, that's when the Saints aren't getting off the field. And that's when you get the turnovers. You hit the quarterback, you get a fumble, you hit him as he throws, he throws an interception, he loses accuracy. So. And you got to do it. And the thing is, we, we focus on, a lot of fans do, and I'm guilty of this, is you focus, how many sacks did they get? How many sacks? How many sacks? How many sacks? But it's you're, you're better off and say, you know, if the Saints, you say, oh, they sacked Glennon twice. But they hit him 20 times. That's what right. you want. You want the constant. You want the constant pressure, not the occasional sack. But Kevin, what what position would you improve? Well, I mean, since you guys already said it, I'll I'll uh, I'll go a different route, and I'll just say fuck it, kicker. Oh, one more question. I I had. I don't know who asked it, but it was a great question. I apologize. Would Jason David be the second best corner on this team? Oh uh, no. 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 no, I don't know. He might be. No. He, he Man, might why, be. Why, why, why we got to keep bringing him up? He caught interceptions. I'm already yeah, like Jason <laughs> David had turnovers. It's already we, might, we might have more turnovers, but we'd give up more. I, I can promise you this. We're not holding the Vikings out of the end zone <laughs> and holding them to nine points with Javen, Jason David no. on this roster. No, we're also, we're also not holding the Browns to 26. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. The Saints, we got to get to the Tampa game. They yeah. play Tampa. They're at home. Vegas has not caught up, apparently, to the Saints' ineptitude because the Saints opened an 11.5-point home favorite. That makes uh, me the, feel a little better. Uh, I am a gambling, de- I'm a gambling degenerate, and mm-hmm. I am committed to taking every double-digit underdog this season in the NFL because they cover 70% of the time. Uh, but Kevin, I'll start with you. Give me your pick. Give me your your, your prediction. And what are we going to be talking about on Monday? Kevin. Oh I, I, no, I'm sorry, man. Like something happened with my phone, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost you there. So uh, so he, he, he was rubbing one out. Mm-hmm. He's rubbing one out. Kevin, give me your pro- game prediction. Game prediction and who. It, who are we going to be talking about Monday? Game prediction. Who are we going to talk about? Uh, I think we're going to talk about Mark Ingram because I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. But Mark Ingram's going to save the game. Um, but he's I, coming back. Well, didn't you? Didn't one of you guys say this week? I don't think he's coming back this week, but he no. will be back. Oh, well, he's never. in a cast. He's in a cast, man. He's not coming back this week. All right. Well, fine then. Here's what I'll say. I'll say. Sean Payton actually wises the fuck up and actually gets the ball in Pierre Thomas's hands. Uh, and Pierre Thomas saves the goddamn day. I'll say Pierre Thomas scores a uh, Frenchy screen touchdown late in the fourth quarter to put the Saints up for good, and they go on ahead and win by a final tally of 24 to 20. Dave? Oh, so if you are ta- – take the fucking points – Dave, 
Um, I, you know, every week so far, I've, I've, I've predicted a blowout for the Saints. I, I, I <laughs> every week. I almost oh, texted, oh, it was a blowout this week, all right. I, yeah, I know. I almost texted you guys last night and be like, see, I told you it was going to be a blowout. A blow. I, just, I just had the wrong team. Uh, <laughs> so, Tom Brady's uh, yelling at people. Good. So, uh, so that's not really, that's not really working for me. So I'm, 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 I'm going the other way. Saints are losing. Tampa Bay wins 27-21. Jesus. And, uh, Vince, Vincent Jackson, uh, is the uh, MVP of the game. Oh, Mike Evans isn't going to play. Andrew. Yeah, I'm with Dave here. Um, I'm doing a little, uh, yeah, we got to mix it up. I I need a little reverse, reverse juju, reverse juge psychology here (laughs) (laughs) so uh i'm gonna say tampa i'm gonna say you know we've all got this remaining hope this little remnants of oh at least they don't lose at home you know when the saints come back to the dome it fixes everything well i think that's gonna get a crushing blow this week and uh the saints are gonna lose 31 to 13 Breeze is going to throw two picks oh my god the saints offense will muster one measly touchdown and I'm gonna say MVP is is Doug Martin healthy? Is he still yeah, playing? He played. Yeah, I'm gonna say he runs for like 160 yards. I'm gonna start him. I'm gonna start him in my. Should I start him in my fantasy team or should I bench him? What works better? For the oh, you Saints? should start him for the Saints. Yeah, you should start him because if he does awful and the Saints win, then you can feel like you had something to do with it. Like your your fantasy team is such a god-awfulness that even it benefits even the Saints defense and you can feel good about that I'm gonna say since all you you son of a bitches went two or two or three went negative I wanted to pick Tampa (laughs) do it Ralph I'm gonna pick Tampa (laughs) yes I'm gonna say it's gonna be Tampa you, re- you realize, guys, if this works, we've got to start doing this every week. <laughs> yeah. Say Tampa 17, Saints 11. <laughs> and you are going to – you're going to feel – you're going to need a shower when this game is over. That's how – you're going to feel worse about yourself for having spent three hours watching this game. So how are they going to get to 11? Just spell out how they're getting to 11. Get, this is great. They're going to start out with a safety by Junior Gallette to make it 2 nothing. They're going to score a touchdown, but miss the extra point, and then kick a field goal later. That's how they're getting to 11. Oh, that's 11. Is, is, that's is, the extra, is the extra point blocked, or is it – No, he's just going to miss it. So we'll have, it. We'll have a okay. new kicker on the bye week, so that'll be a plus. Uh that's a, that's eleven the hard way, Kevin. <laughs> so who so who is your player of the game? Uh, my player of the game are the long snapper. The, my player of the game <laughs> is Johnny Walker Red. Because you're gonna need it. That's my player of the game. Uh, listen, people, it's it might be a rough year if. If you can't deal with it, we got to get through it some kind of way. And drinking is drinking and humor is the only way we gallows know. humor. That's right. That's the only way we know how to do it. Uh, so 
Andrew's got the grades and great stuff on Saints Nation. Dave's got a ton of stuff. He wants Rob Ryan run out on a rail. Uh, <laughs> I don't just, want him run out on a rail. He had we two just, articles. We, I had one article, and it was just we were raising the question about whether he's on the hot seat or not. And just asking questions. Way, just asking questions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So by the way, we had, and I would say most people said no. He's 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 gets to at least the end of the season. But but by the way, we had. I'm pulling it up right now. We had. There's 17, no way Rob Ryan is getting fired at the end of the season. We had. 17, if the Saints go four and twelve, he's getting fired. <laughs> go, go ahead, had, Dave. What did you have? We had we had 1,765 votes. This this post did bring in a lot of traffic. A lot of people came out of the woodwork today, as they usually do when when the Saints are god awful. Um, so 12% think that yes, he should get fired right now to send a message. <laughs> 24% say yes, he should be fired if they lose this week to Tampa. The majority, 61%, says no, the whole team is struggling. Uh, and uh, 3% says uh, at least Dallas didn't put a 40-burger on us. Let me let me ask you guys, if you were Sean Payton and, and you know your options are give Pete Carmichael the play-calling duties or cut Shane Graham and pick up a new kicker, or bring back Champ Bailey, or you know whatever. Do, do you do something drastic like that, or do you just kind of let this play out to the bye week? If you were the head coach, would you go ahead and make a drastic change like that at this point? And if so, what would you do? I wouldn't I, make a drastic. Oh no, no, go ahead, Dave. I was gonna. I, I wouldn't make a drastic change. No. I'd I'd let it. I, you know, I would I would play. The pirate, Stanley Jean Baptiste. That's what I would do. Because start him. I would I would play him. I don't know that I'd start him. You play him in the nickel of the dime because at least we could make pirate jokes on Twitter then. Uh, I would I would go with option D. Uh, go to two CrossFit classes a day and go bang some. <laughs> <laughs> I like options. Two at a time. <laughs> I like. So options. you guys, you, so you guys think Shane Graham should stay the Saints kicker for right now? He's All on a, He's one miss away from getting cut. <laughs> I, I, I was it's a kinda, shit show. I, I was hoping they were bringing in Kevin's brother. <laughs> and for one time, Kevin, <laughs> when you say it's a shit show, you're not talking about the podcast. No. <laughs> I think it was great. Because after the game, I saw a tweet from Garrett Hartley where he's got his bow and arrow, and he's just looking off a cliff into the distance, and he's enjoying life. (laughs) Did you guys see the tweet of Garrett Hartley where he was getting a foot massage? Yeah. He was doing that on purpose, right? He had to. Yeah, been. of course, of course. Of course. I thought it was hilarious. His troll game is strong. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know what? I'll let him do it because he kicked the Saints into the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Hey, hey, look, man. He can take all the shots he wants on Twitter because of that. Fuck it. Bring him back, Sean. Bring him back. Bring him back for for a fucking tour. Why not? Why not? You could. The fuck else you got? Seriously, what other option you got? He's money from outside fifty. <laughs> <laughs> if he's 
10.45, get on the edge of your seat. <laughs> if it's a 26-yard tw- chip shot, it's, it's, you know. It's a nail biter. <laughs> I tell you, if we get into a draft pick jockeying position late in the season, I would be all for it. Just for comedy's sake, bringing oh, back man. Garrett Hartley. Oh man, we can't. No, we can't. We we can't. We can't. I refuse to start having the discussion of whether it's okay to root for the Saints to lose. I refuse to have that discussion in September. We're not having that. No, Andrew. no, 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 no. Not having that, Andrew. I draw the line. No, November. No, late November. Late November. You can start. You you can't have that discussion till after we have Thanksgiving turkey. So listen, people. You gotta donate so we can hear Helium Kevin and Crystal Clear Sound. Uh, but go to Saints Nation, go to Canal Street Chronicle, and as always, Kevin is on Twitter. <laughs> so, so for Kevin, for Dave, for Andrew, I am Ralph. I hope we made your Monday just a little brighter. We'll get through this together. Until next Monday, be well. Don't sweat the technique. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.